If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Man, what a wild weekend. What a wild Sunday night into Monday morning. We got so much to get to, Karan. I can't tell you. I got, I got notebooks full of stuff here. And you got uh, all kinds of sound. And we're going to jam it all into an hour. But uh, I think we could do it. Uh, first of all, um, just in the last few hours, I watched the wildest ending to an NFL game I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure it was the wildest. It was just unique. It's something in all my years I've never seen. I can't I'm, I can't remember seeing anything like it. And it was a uh, a game the Raiders won, the Chargers lost, and uh, I guess the Pittsburgh Steelers won in the end. Yes. But we can get into that just in the last few minutes, I believe. Uh, Novak Djokovic got a reprieve, got a pass from a judge. He can now leave the uh, motel six that he's been holed up in <laughs> with a bunch of <laughs> That's putting, true. Uh, illegal illegal aliens refugees are in this hotel and they stick the uh is he the number one i think he's the, the number world? one player tennis player the male tennis player in the world well, right now guys worth uh like 300 million and they stick him in this hotel he's in a crackdown. and they're thinking thinking considering arresting him yes and if you thought it was insane before yesterday we're going to put it in a whole new perspective because we now are, are the RCDC now admits that the vaccines don't stop the spread. You can still get it. You can still give it even if you're vaccinated, but still you must get vaccinated or, uh, in Australia or we're going to throw you in prison. I don't know. You must get vaccinated in this country or we're going to take your job I, away. I Like I should be real. I'm, I'm going in between being really angry and just laughing at, at the CDC right now. So angry that you have media and Twitter and politicians all saying the same thing, censoring people who even who even just ask the question, hey, do we know if this thing actually helps to stop the transmission well, of the disease? Just asking that question, you get kicked it, off of Twitter. So It gets you kicked off of social media <laughs> if you say things, uh, I shouldn't say now, but if you said something six months ago, if you were... You know, ahead of the curve. If you said what Rachel Lewinsky said yesterday, six months ago, and I've seen it documented, you get kicked off Twitter, kicked off Facebook or YouTube. It's just amazing uh, how the narrative has changed. And yet we, they're still holding on to these mandates, still saying, if you're not vaccinated, you're a, a, you know, a filthy, dirty person who should be canceled, who should be punished. Um, and, and I guess as of now, Jokovic gets to play, yeah. gets to leave, gets to leave the rat infested, uh, dump he's been staying in and he gets to play, but that could change. There's all kinds of, uh, moving parts here. The people in Australia are like rising up and they go, they went to his lawyer's office to show support. Uh, you know, they, I shouldn't say all the people, but certainly a number of people. It's just madness. When you think about it, they, we now know he can obviously get the, he's already had COVID, he had COVID by the way, he's had COVID, he has yep. natural immunity, but he could get the virus, give the virus just like everyone else, but he's being singled out because he didn't comply, he didn't submit. And uh, I now have my new favorite tennis player. So good luck. We'll be uh, monitoring that. It's just breaking now. And he's just tweeting now that he gets to, uh, he's grateful for the ruling. And he, as of now, gets to play in the Australian, I'm going to watch. I haven't watched tennis in years. He's a good player. I'm going to watch just to root for this guy so because he's the, got uh, guts. Before we go past this, I just wanted to, so the question was whether or not, so Australian medical authorities, they rule that people who have had, who've been infected with COVID within six months can receive a temporary exemption to the vaccine rule. But if they're, if it's not, if, if they didn't get a serious case of COVID, they can be blocked for that. What the hell is a serious case? If you're a 34-year-old elite athlete, what would a serious case look like for COVID? There, there wouldn't be one, and which is another. I mean, consider what we've just the latest developments on the COVID front. We didn't even mention Sotomayor. No, uh, Sonia Sotomayor, who clearly is the dumbest <laughs> Supreme Court justice in my lifetime. 
and uh, she was accused of getting her news, you know, from CNN. And I, I, I would say it's worse than that. I, I mean, she must be getting from CNN six months ago. Yes. She's saying things they don't even say on CNN. She's wrong about everything. She's so ill-informed. I, I don't think it's that hard to do to keep up on the news, keep up on the latest developments. But she uh, she apparently uh, struggles with that. Well, luckily, the AP she, fact check, uh, yeah. you know, didn't go so far low to, to say that is true. I mean, they, they marked that as false. So if you were that's wondering how, how far bad, the AP would go. That's how that bad point. it was for Sonia Sotomayor. The Washington Post gave her Pinocchios. And the yes. uh, I just watched CNN's fact checker, Dale, whatever it is, uh, Daniel Dale, uh, say she was flat out wrong. No so kidding. she's getting roasted even on the usual uh, the media outlets that normally would support her. But I want to start with the, you know what else? I haven't watched Australian Open, I think, since I was a kid. You know what else I haven't watched what was that? ever? Full House. I've never watched Full House. Uh... I think I may have watched make one of America's Funniest Home Videos. Not many, but uh, Bob Saget was a pretty big deal. Bob Saget was found dead yesterday. Um, we don't know the cause of death, but I'm going to assume it's fentanyl. That's what I do now. I'm well, not, I'm not, I'll explain to you why. Nothing. It's got. It, it doesn't. I'm not bringing his character into question because I don't think people understand what how fentanyl is killing people. They don't understand. Uh, they they aren't paying attention. Fentanyl could kill you if you're taking Xanax. You know, if you're if you're just you know need to relax and go to sleep or something, you take Xanax. If it's uh, uh, if it's not, you know, you didn't just pick it up at CVS. If someone got it for you, gave it to you, that could kill you. That's how frightening this fentanyl epidemic is. But we can get into that because I, I tweeted something and got people uh, all upset. Uh, and by the way, uh, not just I, I'm looking. I was just looking at the numbers. Tom Brady's season, and I'm telling you. I don't think I'm going to make the case, but I'll just say this was one of his two or three best seasons he's ever had. I realize he had an extra game, but looking at the numbers for a 44-year-old quarterback, what Brady did this season is just mind-boggling, and uh, <laughs> and he's not done yet. He's uh, the, He tied for the best record in the NFL. He won 13 games yep. at 44, and that's just part of the story we'll get into that and a very interesting uh development uh in the leah thomas story leah thomas is as most people know by now is the uh, transgender swimmer at uh, penn and she was in a meet a match a race with uh yale and some other schools and she lost and uh, she lost the 100 meter and you're not going to believe who she lost to we'll get into that and a lot more on today's callahan show Presented by DCU. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balances, no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They'll even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right, the um, I'm I'm going to guess that you did watch Full House. Is that is that true? Oh yeah, you, first episode. Yeah. Uh, 1987 was the first episode. I was nine years old, so yes, uh, it was a part of my my childhood. That and American I, Funny America's Funniest Home Videos. It was not part of mine. I was I'm older than you, and I was working nights at that point, mm. and in the, working at newspapers, and it was just not part of my routine. I did think he was funny as hell as a as a guest on talk shows, and I did see his stand up. Uh, not live, but and and it was strange because it was dirty and raunchy and funny. I mean, he's just a funny, witty funny guy, guy. Yeah. glib, funny, witty. And I'm just seeing some of the uh, old interviews with him, with Howard Stern, him on, uh, you know, with the Fox and Friends. They just played a big montage, and he is a funny guy. He is. Uh, he was on the road doing stand up. He was in uh, performed in Jacksonville. He was going to perform in Orlando. He was coming to Boston in May. He was tweeting about it. There was no signs that, you know, he, you know, whatever terminal cancer or anything like that. The, the cause of death is unknown. And I'll say this, I, uh, I mean, I thought about this, but I, it, it, these, these people who have died from fentanyl, various celebrities, and I, I still don't think it gets enough attention. I still see this. And I, and I mentioned uh, Michael K. Williams or Jimmy Hayes, former Bruin. And it's just like, yeah, they overdosed. They didn't overdose. And I, I know we've talked about this before. We'll talk about it again. 
and there's this, I don't know, this misconception that they're, these are, you know, drug addicts, you know, stra- tying off and shooting up. That's not what's happening. I mean, it, it, in some cases, of course, it is. But in other cases, people are taking what they think are opioids or, or, or Xanax. That was the story, I believe, with Jimmy Hayes. His father said he just got hooked on painkillers. You run out, you get some from a, a not you know, at CVS, you get some on the street or get some from a friend, they're laced with fentanyl and it stops your heart. And, uh, it last year, over a hundred thousand people died and we, they, they use this term. So I'll just use it of drug overdoses. Again, most of them aren't drug overdoses. They're taking something. They don't think they're overdosing. They're taking oxy or, or what Percocet or Xanax. And they think they're taking whatever normal amount, two, three, four, whatever they, uh, whatever it takes to get a, you know, to get a buzz and, uh, or, or do the trick and it's laced with fentanyl and it kills them. And we just, pfft, there's another one is another one. This, this epidemic is misunderstood. I will just say that I, I know, uh, the, the Biden administration doesn't care about it. I know people like, you know, my, obviously my elected representatives, Ayanna Presley, Liz Warren, Ed Markey, they don't care about 200,000 people who've died from drugs in the last two years in this country. It's the leading cause of death for people 18 to 45 in this country. The leading cause of death. Now, obviously, Bob Saget's older, but, and it was, you know, it could be anything. But when I see someone die suddenly and they seemed healthy and they seemed fine, I just make that assumption because it is, it's happened so many times over and over again. It's it's not again like they're the 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 old the old uh, image of a drug addict. That's not what it is anymore. It's just China is sending fentanyl to Mexico. It's coming over the border because we have open borders, and obviously, they, you know, the, our politicians, our elected officials, don't care. But like I, I we were just talking before we started recording. I said. I tweeted about this. I think we talked about it last week and I tweeted about it and I got some response from people, including a mother. And, uh, she just said she lost her, her son. And then she's, I, I was looking at pictures and video of him, kid playing little league kid, you know, just happy, smiling, healthy, normal 22 year old. And just ended up taking some pills, thought they were oxy and, and, and they were laced with fentanyl dead like that dead. That's one of a hundred thousand plus Americans last year. And I, I, I know I saw the, the series Dope Sick and it is eye-opening and I recommend it to everybody. But I do think it's, it's important, like it was important when certain celebrities, again, like, like Michael K. Williams or Mac Miller died and say, here's what happened. It could happen to you. That's what matters to me right now that everybody understands what is going on here. They're not hardcore drug addicts it's not it's not what it is it's not how it it's not what is happening here and again it's probably not the cause of death i don't know maybe he just had a heart attack i'll tell you what i did get last night when i tweeted about this is lots of people saying he just got vaccinated he just got boosted this is and and you know you think you think it's um uh you think it's a little uh premature to speculate on whether it could be fentanyl, what about all these people speculating on whether it's the booster? Um, you know what? Maybe we'll never know. We'll never know. I but think I we'll think probably know. He's a famous guy. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll figure out exactly what happened. And most likely, I was going to push back. I saw that tweet too, Jerry, and I was like, mm. the, and the re- I was going to push back because he's if he were a young guy, if he were between, you know 25 or to 45 or something, I would I would be like, okay, well that makes a lot more sense. But he's an older guy, so I'm like, well, the cause of death is probably. Even though he appears healthy, he's got a lot of energy. Yeah. He's he's traveling a lot. He's not overweight. Um, but you never know. He could have a stroke or a heart attack. That's probably far more likely. But your explanation changed my mind a little bit. I understand. I, maybe it was a little premature for you to speculate too. On the, on the I don't thing, understand but. why that's a problem. Again, I'm, it's not. You're talking. You're not talking about a drug. You're talking about people who think they're taking one thing, but it's been poisoned, and they're taking something else, and that kills them. That's why. I, I, you have this problem in America right now. This, this, and again, the term we keep using is overdose. It's not the right term. You have this drug problem, and and it it's exacerbated because people don't even understand it. They don't even know what's happening. They just think, oh, drugs. People are taking drugs, shooting up, 
doing lines and it, and it's you know like like Len Bias and their heart stopping. That's not the deal. At least not the deal in uh, in in a large percentage of these uh, fatalities. It's just not the way it works. And I'm not sure what it's going to take to wake people up to open their eyes. But it's gonna. I mean, maybe it'll be you know some other celebrity, some other athlete who thinks. He's again taking a, an opioid just for a buzz, and or maybe he got uh, some some painkillers because he got hurt, like Jimmy Hayes, and then uh, that kind of uh, evolved into a, a drug problem. And then when he didn't have any, you know, that he got from the drugstore, he bought them or, or borrowed them and took them from someone else, and those things were poison. That's uh, that's the way it's working. That's not the perception people have, though, and it's too bad. It's too bad. It's such a big problem, and I, I tell you. You don't even hear most of our elected leaders talking about it. They don't even bring it up. 200,000 people in the last two years. And you hear, you know, whatever. You hear our president talking about windmills, about windmills. And we'll get to that. You think you've heard the dumbest uh, Biden speech or dumbest Biden answer yet. Wait till you hear what he had to say yesterday. In you know, or uh, was that Saturday? In, In Colorado, trying to console People have lost their homes to wildfires. This this dummy just is it's just got no just zero uh, you know compassion or empathy. But uh, we can get to that. Saget is going. There's going to be some big time eulogies because he did reach lots of people of your generation yeah. and generations beyond. That people who loved that show, people loved the funniest videos, people who just adored him and related to him and just thought he was just a normal guy like. America's father, Danny, Danny Tanner. Tanner, Danny Tanner was just like America's father. I, I don't, I, you know what? You, you're probably right. I don't think that way about Betty White or John Madden, you know, no. <laughs> that generate, I think they're, you know, they're old and they die, but he doesn't seem like the type. And I'm going to do this. I can't help it. I'm going to do this with every person who dies suddenly and they're young and they, uh, otherwise they appear healthy because that's the way this that's the way this drug epidemic works you know people it just shocks you these aren't people you expect to just to just pass away uh uh suddenly well we've all seen that going, you know through the 80s there was the war on drugs you know so you so we saw all these all these uh this is your brain on drugs commercials right or or you i learned it by watching you and they all look like addicts or they all look strung out or whatever so that's the right. picture at least for me growing up that's the picture of what a drug abuser or drug overdoser would would look like, but that's just not the case with fentanyl. It's poison. It's accidental. People are dying taking that, something oh, that's that a they good, don't. That's know a good point. It's an, they're taking. Yeah, it's it's an accident. They don't mean to take a deadly dose. That's and and when you think about it, and you and I were talking about this earlier, the dealers or producers do it obviously for the money. They, the fentanyl's cheaper, and I guess if you get the, if you don't. Uh, if you, it, they use it in hospitals. If you get the right amount, it doesn't kill you. It's 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 you know anesthesia. They used it for my surgery. I had uh, I had knee surgery. That's what they used. They used fentanyl, some other things, a combination of things. But right, that's what they used. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, so you, it's it it doesn't make a lot of sense that uh, that you know drug dealers are killing their customers, but these are not you know these are not got quality individuals. We're talking about here. We're talking about people who don't care about other people don't care what happens to their customers. And I just think some, at some point, everybody's going to wake up at some point, everyone's going to understand what's going on. Maybe, you know, the media will finally see this epidemic and, and they won't care that it doesn't help, you know, their guy, Joe Biden, the mainstream media, they'll bury this just like they bury everything else because it doesn't help. We have wide open borders. That's where the drugs are coming from. If you talk to or hear anybody, on the border, they talk about the, you know, the, the 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 cartels, drug cartels, are moving their drugs across the border, and it and unimpeded, and they're pouring this stuff, this poison, into American cities. And you you know you you hear occasional anecdotes, and you see victims, but I don't think people understand the magnitude of the problem. And maybe it is going to take like one guy, one woman, one famous person, one person that just people say, how did that happen? How did they get to that point? And then they're going to realize it's not the old image of uh, of an overdose. It's not. It's not. That's not what's happened. That's not why we lost two hundred thousand people in the last two years. But uh, 
Anyway, R.I.P. to Bob Saget, a funny guy, and I, I'm 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 enjoying just watching all the clips from uh, you know all his interviews because he is a because he was a pretty uh, entertaining guy who did it like his way. He did stand up the way he wanted to do it, and if and if it was some uh, you know housewife uh, taking her two daughters to go see him because she loved Full House, she was in for a rude That's awakening. True. Yeah, but anyway, and I think I might have seen Funniest Home Videos once. I just I hate that show. Yeah. yeah. I, hate, you know, I don't think it holds up. I probably, it probably. Right, I was going to say, after you see child. one or two, you go, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah, we're good with it. We're good with that. But uh, uh, we got so much more to get to. We should get to this. Uh, I, I just uh, teased it, but this Walensky, Walensky quote, because it is the, the, the real outrage, if you're trying to keep up on all the developments on COVID, the real outrage is the mandates are staying in place even though the premise on which they are built, on which they are made, has fallen apart completely. And it is, you're going to see just the, the obstinance of, 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 of our government, of our elected officials, who now know the narrative has changed completely, but they don't want to admit it. You know, is there going to be a single elected official who says, wow, I thought, you know, mandates and all these uh, crazy measures were were uh, made sense, but now that we know that uh, all, if you get vaccinated, right, all you're doing is protecting yourself. So there and are two, used, right? Yeah, there are two reasons we why we used I would to get think vaccinated. we used to think it was up to you to do what you wanted with your body. I mean, that's we used to you, think you know, yeah. Protect now. If you're into mandates, if you're into uh, you know, lockdowns and mandates and all the, uh, the draconian measures we've lived through the last two years, explain to me what's the end game? What's the goal if you're mandating vaccines for, say, government employees or military personnel that you're not stopping the spread? Nope. You're not stopping people from getting or giving COVID. So you just is, we know what it does is lessen the severity of the symptoms, probably keep you out of the hospital and keep you alive. Those aren't risks for young, healthy people anyway. So mandating uh, vaccines for children, which is what they're doing in cities now, in in schools, and mandating vaccines for 20-year-old Marines or Navy SEALs does what? Fill in the blank for me. What does that do? It does nothing. There are two reasons why I would have gotten the jab. One, if I were, if my risk profile said that I was more at, I was at risk from COVID, uh, risk, high risk of death or higher than, than uh, whatever, higher risk of death than I, than I was comfortable with, I would have gotten it. And two, the second argument that would have gotten me to get the jab is because you're protecting society to, uh, by doing it because you're stopping the spread. Now, I've been questioning, I've, I've known the first answer for a long time, uh, that I'm, I'm young, I'm healthy, I don't have any comorbidities, I'm fine. The second one could have been potentially up for debate, but no one has shown me. I've been looking for it. For a year, right. I've been looking for it, or, or since uh, yeah, since early last year, right when the when the when the vaccine started to started to to come out, I've been looking for that information. Prove to me that this stops the spread, and they have yet to do so, which is why I haven't gotten I have I haven't gotten the shot. And now it's confirmed; it does now not stop the spread. <laughs> it's amazing, and you did it at, at Christmas. I did it. We we had to all test in my family before we went to you know my mother in laws because we didn't want. And now I look back, I say, why, 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 because, you know, we have some unvaccinated people in the family, but so what you weren't, you were like disinvited to something, correct? Yeah. Was that Thanksgiving or was that Christmas? Actually, you both, go. both things. I had a, there was a small get together on Christmas too. And that wasn't invited because I haven't gotten the vaccine, which is so, fine. It's fine. So we, have, <laughs> we have the head of the uh, CDC, Rochelle Walensky, yep. Boston's own admitting Reluctantly, by the way, to uh, who is she talking to for this? Was it Brett Baer? Uh, that's a good question. I have, I have um, to look. Admitting it doesn't stop the spread, and which, which is essentially admitting that there really is no rationale for for most of these measures. I mean, except if you're trying to tell the person. I guess you could make the argument. It's like uh, you know wearing a helmet on your motorcycle. Where they had to protect you, protect you. But protecting, you know, a 70-year-old fat guy from himself is one thing. Protecting a 14-year-old a kid from what? Exactly. Ms. Walensky, what are you protecting a healthy 14-year-old child from? 
What what's the answer to that? No good answer. She's on with Wolf, by the way, on CNN. Oh, John. I mean, she was making the rounds, but yeah. Let's listen to uh, Rochelle Lewinsky uh, explaining things. And by the way, I you sent me this video, or, or I think you tweeted it, and I'm looking at it. And I'm going, well, look on her face, like, <laughs> uh oh, they got me. And uh, I guess I got to admit, I got to come clean here. They don't want to do this, but they want to be like Australia, just live live the lie and live the lockdown and, and, and never give an inch. But she has to reluctantly admit that the vaccine don't do what they promised they would do. Um, our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So if you're going home to somebody who has not been vaccinated, to somebody who can't get vaccinated, somebody who might be immunosuppressed or a little bit fa uh, frail, somebody who has um, uh, comorbidities that put them at high risk, I would suggest you wear a mask in public indoor settings. By the way, mask. this was a couple of days after Lena Wren, the uh, doctor, TV doctor on CNN, who is uh, completely, you know, she's authoritarian, admitted cloth masks are useless. And she wasn't the only ones. Uh, so unless you got your N95, the mask isn't doing what you thought it would do. It, I mean, the whole narrative is falling apart. And I always she, wondered this. Sorry, did you hear it? She, she, she framed it too. She said, she said, are no longer able to protect. Like, like in some time in the past, the vaccine was good enough to stop the transmission. Hey, it's like, uh, and, and we're going to get to the point where we're like Israel. They're on their fifth shot in Israel. And their numbers are no different than the Palestinian territories, which don't, don't have any vaccines. But, uh, it's it is eye opening, and I wonder who you know who which, we've seen Laurie Lightfoot from Chicago turn on the teachers union because <sighs> teachers don't want to go to school, don't want to go to work. That was an encouraging development, but are we going to see that? Are, are are any you know authoritarian elected officials who've been all in on shutdowns and lockdowns and destroying small business and 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 uh, destroying our children? Are they going to throw up their arms and say, you know what? <laughs> I was wrong. I, oh, I, no. I was misled because this this should wake people up. She also admitted over the weekend that, and this is an amazing thing because we talked about this almost. I did talked about this almost two years ago. That there's a difference between dying from COVID and dying <laughs> with COVID, and that's something that could get could have gotten you suspended from Twitter or taken down on YouTube. I don't know, six, eight, ten months ago. But literally the spring of 2020, I can remember talking about this because, you know, you're looking at, I mean, hell, any honest person looked at the people who were dying and they were really old and sick and obese and it wasn't affecting young, healthy people at all. But you couldn't say that. I think no. you can say that now. Are we allowed to say that now? Well, uh, Walensky was asked that uh, too. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Listen to that. And again, the look on her face is, it's pretty uh -oh, priceless. they got me. Yeah. They got me. Do you know how many of the 836,000 deaths in the U.S. linked to COVID are from COVID or how many are with COVID, but they had other comorbidities? Do you have that breakdown? Um, yes, of course. With Omicron, we're following that very carefully. Our death registry, of course, um, takes a few weeks to and is, uh, takes a few weeks to collect. Um, and of course, Omicron has just been with us for a few weeks, but those data will be forthcoming. Do you know? You know what's amazing? She just said it death our death tally toll takes a few weeks. Yes. When Trump was president, it was a ticker on the screen on CNN. It 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 like changed every minute. So if it takes a few weeks, how do we get up to date? You know, we get the death numbers daily. Worldometer, worldometer has them daily. who's who's lying? Who's telling the truth here? If it takes a few weeks. How do we get those numbers so quickly and so specifically? It's just another, in my opinion, another uh, discrepancy here. But eventually, doesn't it feel like the truth is going to come out at every level that, that the average person dying from COVID has four, an average of four comorbidities? These are not healthy people. And I, I, you know, I've said it, tweeted it, you have too, and they immediately get people saying, uh, you know, the, 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 the kids are going to kids are going to die. And I don't know where they get this info, but I think the same place Sonia Sotomayor got hers. Probably it is. And I guess I, I guess I just grew up thinking that if you're on the Supreme Court, even if you're a liberal, even if you're you were there because of identity politics and they needed a woman, 
you're really, really smart. You got degrees. You got, you know, went to elite schools and law schools and clerked and written, written lots of things. I just assumed they were smart. This person is not smart. No. She, and she said a hundred thousand children are hospitalized with COVID some on ventilators. And even again, even CNN had to admit she's wrong. The Washington post admitted she was wrong. There are 3000 kids in the country. I believe there there are a total of like 80 million in that age group, 3000 kids hospitalized. And I'm just going to guess most with um, underlying conditions, most with other health problems. She, uh, she, she said, she said during the argument, the oral argument, that uh, Omicron is as deadly as Delta. Now, I know, no, I know, I know people that don't really follow the news. So do you, right? Some of my best yeah. friends don't really follow the news. They're not online. They don't. I don't know anybody who thinks Omicron is as deadly as Delta. That's just a basic fact that you pick up, you know, talking to people or, you know, reading the headlines. It is, that, that's kind of important too, isn't it? As people are getting Omicron and getting over it, it absolutely that it's is. not killing people. Yes. It is not. And, and most people right now are getting Omicron. And as we said at the beginning, that's a good thing because they're getting through it. They're getting over it. They're getting the immunity and they're not dying. They're not going to the hospital. How does a Supreme court justice, I'm pretty sure she's got a lot of time. She has a whole staff of, of clerks. How does she not know that? How are you that ill-informed? I, I would guess, think of the dumbest, whatever, football player you could think of. I mean, uh, you know, the dumbest, you know, jock would know that. Yeah, would I absolutely know that. She's, she's got to get a briefing every day, don't you think? Like, here, here this is what's going on in the world. There's how about like not every does. day? How about just to prepare to do her job? <laughs> well, there's that, too. This right. hearing, I mean, it's <laughs> on the constitutionality of mandates. Right. And she's obviously going to support mandates because she's just a dummy and a and a good liberal, so she'll do what Biden wants. But she, if she, if you didn't know that, wouldn't you keep quiet? Wouldn't you say, I'm not really know about difference in Omicron and Delta. I'm not really sure how many kids are in the hospital. To absolute, to say it out loud in front of the world, I, the, the, the reaction I was following in on Twitter was unbelievable. A lot of people who are with her, you know, ideologically, politically, were stunned at just how ill-informed she was. Yes. These are the people making life and death decisions in, in Washington for us. People that don't know the basic facts of this, uh, of this pandemic, of this virus. Remarkable. They're the ones, how many people who have issued, you know, mandates and lockdowns and closed schools are as dumb as she is? How many? I'm going to guess <laughs> many. A lot of them. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're dumb or they're just evil. Uh, so I, I'm hoping, well, I'm hoping for dumb. It's a good point. It's a good point. There are people that know and don't care. They just love the control. But it, it, I, I mean, I was thinking that watching this morning as uh, the, the crowd gathered outside the lawyer's office for, for uh, Djokovic because there's supporters in Australia. They're sickened with their by their country, what they're doing, locking this man down in some flea bag hotel and threatening to put him in jail. Because this healthy 34-year-old who already had COVID doesn't want the shot. Right. And I'm, I'm literally, every, you know, every other tweet is that, you know, the government now admits that you can get and spread COVID even if you're vaccinated. But this guy, <laughs> Jokovic, is essentially in, in, you know, locked away. Why? How does, I you mean, know don't, I hate you know who I hate is the rules are rules, people. Well, rules are rules. It's like that's, should, that's Scott Morrison. Should, that's the prime minute, or whatever should, his premiere. Shouldn't we think he about said rules are rules? But it just rules even are but just even normal people on Twitter. I see that a lot in your feed too when you're tweeting about this stuff. They say rules are rules. You got to follow the rules. It's like, well, what if it's a bad rule, idiot? Like, should we yeah, follow? Yeah, they, they bad do that rules? with uh, you know, with the uh, January six people. The guys, right. you know, Jacob Chansley wandered around howling at the moon. He got three and a half years. Wow, he shouldn't have done it. Well, Ashley Babbitt got shot dead. Well, she shouldn't have been there. I'm like, well, okay, yeah, but does she deserve to die? She was there. Is that a death <laughs> penalty offense where she should die for trespassing in the Capitol? It just, I mean, <laughs> you're right. Isn't the science, aren't the facts, the basic facts changing? It's, I mean, for some of us, we've been saying this for you know almost two years but we just had the government officially admit that the 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 virus can spread and, and you can get it. So what is the logic behind a mandate? What is the logic behind 
firing someone, kicking them out of the military, keeping them out of school if they don't get a shot, which doesn't prevent I mean, or stop they, the transmission. They must have been really hoping that it at least would have prevented it a little bit so that they could have justified <laughs> their lockdowns, their mandates, their power grab, their, their narrative, the power grab from, the, from big tech and the, and, uh, and, and the government. Like, they, they, they must have hoped it would have. And so they must be, how can they backpedal from this? How can people not lose their it's, jobs? How can it, Fauci not lose his job? How can Walensky not remarkable. lose his job? It, it's it's remarkable. Hopefully, you know, eventually they will, and we'll look back at them and 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 as the as the you know bad actors they are. I mean, or the the evil bastards they are in some cases, because they knew. I mean, Fauci knows. I don't think he's dumb. Like so, I think I he's think he's, he's sinister. Yeah. He is sinister. He knows that you know that that uh, obesity is a problem. He never admits it. He knows natural immunity is as good or, or better than the vaccine in some cases, he won't admit it. They won't talk about lifestyle. You know, they will never say people really should start, you know, get outside and get some exercise yes. and watch their diet. He won't even say that because it doesn't help the narrative. It is all about getting as many Pfizer shots in people as they possibly can. But yep. uh, we'll see. It's just, it's falling apart. And as you said, it is a great thing to see this, this whole thing just fall apart on these people. And hopefully it continues because these are, these are bad people. They these are. are bad people. Yes. And I think the worst is the kids, you know, that, that it's one thing to, to mess with whatever it's, you know, to ruin some guy's small business, some gym or some, uh, some restaurant, but it's another to know you're doing real damage to children, to 10, 12 year old kids and doubling down and forcing vaccines and knowing that they're really doing not a lot of good for those kids, knowing that that, that thing is falling apart and still, you know, still sticking to your guns. I think uh, the, the Djokovic is going to be an interesting thing going forward because they, they've, they've, they don't have a, they don't have a case. They don't have a case. He's, he's not gone. going to spread the disease. If he gets it, so what? That's his choice. But he's not going. Uh, I mean, he's he's not more likely to spread it than you or anyone else who got five, six, ten jabs. Nope. But, uh, anyway, anyway. By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm we'll do it another day. I made my my uh, f first uh, venture into the gym with a mask on. All I right. did it. I had to. You know, it's uh, my gym. It's right here. It's near me. It's it's convenient and. Uh, Everybody in there had their masks on. You can't let it slip under your nose. And by the way, they're not even doing that in New York City. They're doing it in Boston. You can't go to a gym without a mask. I'll tell you about that another day. Uh, I want to get to uh, the NFL, a wild, wild night. The season that Tom Brady just had, which was remarkable. And uh, we got to get to that uh, Biden quote because, you know, it's our job. We got to keep you know, keep you up to date on the dumbest things that Biden says, and it's not easy, but we're doing it, and we'll play you that uh, right after I tell you about my pillow. Today's show is sponsored by pillow by my pillow. Go to mypillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard my pillow it's normally sixty nine ninety eight. It's only nineteen ninety eight with code word Jerry. My pillow is made in the USA. Comes with a ten year warranty and a sixty day money back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you will ever sleep on. Get it now and support this show and strike back against cancel culture. As you know, Mike Lindell, like us, is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob by purchasing from my pillow. Not only are you helping us out, but you're joining the fight against the woke mob. My pillow isn't in the big box stores for obvious reasons, but you can get factory direct, factory direct pricing if you order from mypillow.com using code word Jerry. You can get the Giza sheets. I got them. Carano's got them. We yep. love, them. love them. If I want, you can get one free. Half off of slippers. You can get a six-piece towel set, regular $109.99, just $39.99 with code word Jerry. Over 150 products. Check them out at mypillow.com. Just be sure to use the code word Jerry. All right, the long game with uh, LZ and Leach. The intersection of sports, culture, and politics is at the heart of a new weekly podcast, The Long Game with LZ and Leach. Sticking to sports just doesn't work in 2022. It's just not possible. Sports extends beyond what happens on the field or the pitch. It's in everything, which is why LZ, Grandison, and Will Leach cover the expanding world of sports and how the events of the field affect events off the field and vice versa. New episodes are out every Wednesday, so you can head to the, re the recount.com or your preferred podcast platform 
to listen to all available episodes. I would have been telling you about Shea Concrete for a long, long time. Today, we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shea Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers, all kinds. You need any podcasters? You <laughs> know, we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, what's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? Bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to shakeconcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. We got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at shakeconcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And you'll we'll give them a hat. Hats. Yep. All right, sounds good. Shakeconcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas and chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. All right, before we get to Brady, let's do let's do Biden. We okay. have to, yeah, let's do Biden. Biden, he doesn't get out much for obvious reasons. If you were uh, advising him or handling him, if you were Jill Biden or Ron Klain or Jen Psaki or Barack Obama, you wouldn't let him out either. No but way. they they do occasionally. He doesn't ever <laughs> take questions or rarely he doesn't do press conferences. It's been like, I forget how, like three months since he's done a press conference. They are uh, keeping him under wraps just as they did in the um, campaign, keeping him in the basement. <clears throat> but he may ventured out. I thought this was a strange move to go to Colorado after the wildfires. Yes. Again, he's never gone to Waukesha. Never. He's never talked about Waukesha. He's never talked about the 10 innocent people, the seven kids that he that he incinerated with a drone in August. He's never talked about it. He, he, this is the most unaccountable guy, irresponsible guy that I've ever seen in the White House. But for some reason, they want him to go to Colorado and talk about wildfires. And here's what happened. I mean, you, we can play it, but here's what happened in his brain. He thinks that, that what he's supposed to do, and lots of liberals think this, it's nuts, but this, they think it, is they don't let a crisis go to waste, including a weather a weather th issue, a weather disaster, whether it's the tornadoes in Kentucky or, or cold or hot or rain or dry, it doesn't matter. It's all about climate change, which is all about advancing you know, their big government agenda, the build back boondoggle. So he's there and people lost their homes, lost everything. And he starts rambling on about windmills. Yeah, like Don And Keogh. you're thinking... Why does someone who just lost a home give a damn about windmills? But in his mind, he's thinking, we're not going to have any more wildfires because windmills. And you go, wait, what was that? oh, because windmills will decrease the whatever, the carbon emissions, and carbon emissions are the reason we have fires. Yes. Even if, I don't care who you are, if you're the dumbest, you know, knee-jerk liberal, you can't really think, A, that's, that, that, that's a logical leap. And B, it's appropriate to mention right now in front of these people who've lost everything. But let's uh, let's give Joe a shot in explaining uh, to these poor folks. You know, we're going to have windmills. You can you're going to see that have 100 yard wingspans each each propeller on that on that uh, um, windmill, 100 yards long. So there's so much that is going to be able to be done. And, uh, you know, I, uh, when I visit the National Reviewable Lab, Renewable Lab, Energy Lab, about 20 miles, I said, from here, it's, uh, it's also going to create significant number of jobs. The reason I'm telling you this is that's no solace that you lost your home now, but it's that we're going to be able to do a lot of renewable things that allow you to not only rebuild, but afford to rebuild and rebuild better, to build back better <laughs> than it was before. And uh, it includes billions of dollars for wildfire preparedness, resilience, and response to protect homes and public resources. 
That is amazing. Uh, that is that written because obviously yes. he's he, he ad libs a little bit, loses his way. But I again, I, I'm not blaming him. He's not, you know, well. He's that's he's not <laughs> lucid. But somebody thought it was appropriate to start babbling on about windmills in front of people who just lost everything. Wasn't he there? Isn't that why you go to these disasters to s- provide solace? and compassion to victims. No, his whole goal in that entire speech was to get was to reinforce the idea of build back better. He's just they're trying to meme that in your head. And but the way that he did it was so bad. It was so bad it sounded like a non sequitur. It sounded like he was offering billions of dollars to Chicago. Like he he just can't he just doesn't have the skills to make the transition work anymore. But that that whole thing was written Man. for that one idea. <laughs> that was uncomfortable even by his standards. Super uncomfortable. And and he, I think he caught himself and says, the reason I'm saying this, the reason I'm yes. bringing this up is you'll be able to build back better and better. And I'm going, their house just burned down. Yeah. Even if their house didn't burn down, who gives a damn how wide the friggin' propeller is? Who could ever care about that? I mean, does Greta Thunberg care about how long a propeller is or Ed Markey, that moron? He thinks he can no, impress he really you. Does. He thinks he can impress you with big things, with big numbers. Oh, 300-foot <laughs> blades. And I, I, Trump, 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 Trump. Every time I tweet about, you know, Biden's, you know, does anything that's that's embarrassing. It's immediately, what about Trump that time he did inject bleach? I mean, is, I don't know when we're going to get past the Trump, Trump, Trump. But when we do and people focus on the guy who's in the job now, they're going to just be aghast because he is uncomfortable to uh, watch and listen to. He really is. All right, let's get to, uh, let's get to the NFL because uh, big news just breaking. Brian Flores, coach, former Patriot assistant, head coach of the Dolphins, who just beat the Patriots twice, just beat them in Miami yesterday, got fired. He just got fired, which is remarkable. Um, I don't know what happened. Um, wow, this is an Albert Breer reporting uh, that uh, he's, he's he's understands people are tying. They're talking about Jim Harbaugh. People are saying that uh, the Dolphins are making a run at Jim Harbaugh. But Albert Breer is told the Dolphins uh, is unrelated. Um, b- 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 won't be the, no, he says he says he won't poach Jim Harbaugh. Mm. But uh, lots of speculation on what happened here. It certainly didn't seem to deserve to be Not, fired. What, what did he win? He won eight in a row or something? Seven in a row? I mean, won seven in a row and lost. I mean, he. <laughs> I. I I thought he was doing the job. He's done, I think he did a good job. I think that's a really shitty firing. He, he's he, two winning playing seasons hard back for to him. back. I, yeah. He's got a young uh, It's got to be more to the story. It's got to be more to this. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll find out. Probably will. A lot of NFL, a uh, lot of you know, NFL insiders are working on this. But uh, Brian Flores is out. I, I think, and they're talking about. Uh, they're talking about uh, him getting a head coaching job elsewhere. There's a guy tweeting saying let's go giants you know bring them in the uh chicago bears have fired matt Nagy. yeah it's a bunch of openings so if it was some kind of personal thing yeah he won 10 games last year and this year after starting one in seven they got into playoff consideration until last week and then they finished strong by beating the patriots um yeah he went five and eleven ten and six eight and seven not a bad run uh, uh, three-year run. He certainly seemed to know what he's doing. Wait, isn't he- Again, beating Belichick twice and now out. But anyway, that's just one of the big stories. Right. Uh, I don't know what... <laughs> I feel like we just sit here for a few minutes. There'll be a few more firings and trades and well, not trades, but a few more stories breaking. But I'll say this. I've been watching the NFL really closely for hmm, about 50 years. Yes. Here's what... Here's why... Here's why sports matters. I should say matters. Here's why sports is worth watching. Because sometimes you see things and you go, I have never seen that before. It's just so amazing that I could sit here on a Sunday night in January watching a Chargers-Raiders game, which I've probably seen a thousand of those and most of them forgettable. And I'm ready to like go to bed in the fourth quarter and I'm ready to shut it off. And I couldn't. And if you missed it, there were trade ramification, trade playoff ramifications at stake. The uh, they were fighting for a playoff spot. Winner goes to the playoff, loser goes home. But if they tie, Pittsburgh's out. Pittsburgh's home watching. You know, Roethlisberger's somewhere in a bar watching this thing go down. And you're thinking Pittsburgh's in. There's no ties. There's like one tie every three years. 
they're tied. They go to overtime. They're still tied. And it comes down to the final play of overtime. And I'm watching them go, wait a second. The Raiders take a knee here. They're in the playoffs. If the Raiders kick the field goal and it's good, they're in the playoffs. The only thing that could go wrong is if the Raiders try to kick a field goal, it's blocked and run back the other way. Right. Or it's blocked. Or there's a bad snap. Yes. And then they scoop and score. Then the Raiders are out. So the only way to guarantee that they go to the playoffs, just guarantee 100%, is to take a knee. That's the play. And, the, and, and Al Michaels, who's seen more games than I have, Al Michaels is in shock. He's watching this going, wow. And so is Chris Collinsworth. It was one of those moments when you go, I didn't think this was possible. They kicked the field goal. The Chargers are out. The Steelers are in. But they didn't have to. And everyone, lots of people pointing out to me that if they – took a knee, they'd have to play the Chiefs. Now they get to play the Bengals. Is that better? I mean, uh, Bengals are pretty hot, pretty good, and you're going on the road either way. You're very familiar with the Chiefs if you're the Raiders. Um, but anyway, I, I think it was just, you know, competitiveness. You're not going to take a knee and accept the tie. You know? I, I don't know, because I, I think they, they, um, they, I think, well, so I've got a video of one of the players um, saying we got Austin Eckler asking Austin Eckler, if you yeah. were gonna if you were gonna kneel to another player on the on the Raiders and we can take a look at it and it's all it's lip sync so you can't from a, if you're listening to this podcast you won't be able to see it but the video was widely available Austin Eckler asks uh, a Raiders player would you were you going to kneel and the guy said yes we were and then he's in shock he's like oh man so I think they were gonna do it until inexplicably Brandon Staley calls a timeout well, with 30 time seconds what an idiot and that was that. That guy should be well, fired. Talk. <laughs> Maybe he will be. Give fired. It a, let me check. Let me check. I'm telling you, you're talking about Al Michaels. You know, guy was there in the Miracle on Ice. Guy's been around for 50 years. He couldn't believe it. Him See, and Collinsworth. I mean, uh, what's this? What's the timeout for? <laughs> I guess if it were a longer field goal, what was the 40-something, 48? I'm going to get it. The game-winning field goal. How long was that? Because um, – I guess if it were a longer desperation field goal where there's more of a chance of getting it blocked, you would have taken a knee and just gone to the playoffs. But I think you want that win on your record. You don't want to tie. You want that win. And if you can get it, you get it. And then regardless of who you're playing in the playoffs, plus they're rivals and you don't want to, you know, you want to knock your rival, the Chargers, out of the playoffs. It was a 47-yard field goal for... Uh, yeah, but that, he already had three. I think it was his fourth. He had a good night, that kicker. So I guess I understand. You choose the W, but I'd never... Not was can't go to sleep. I'm watching. I'm going. What are they going to do here? It was fascinating. You know what else was fascinating? Uh, Tom Brady yesterday. The Tom Brady. You're going to uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to win the MVP, even though he's unvaccinated. <laughs> I, think, I think the argument against Aaron Rodgers is falling apart too because of uh, the latest on the vaccine. But Aaron Rodgers is going to win the MVP. He won 13 games. Yep. He had the best rating, passer rating in the NFL. You know who's going to finish second? which is amazing, Tom Brady. And he's going to get votes, first place votes, probably from that idiot in Chicago. But I don't think, I don't, I don't know if I've said this in my whole life, but I don't think Brady gets enough credit. What he just did is just mind-boggling. He's 44. He just led the league in touchdowns with 43, in yards, 50, uh, 5,316. I have his uh, uh, the whole uh, thing up here. Uh, lots of black ink here. Leads, yeah, he led the league in completions, attempts, yards, touchdowns, average yards per game, uh, and he won 13 games, the most tied for the most in the NFL. Yeah. He won 13 games and threw for 43 touchdowns at the age of 44. That is just incredible. Uh he finishes up by winning in a route yesterday against uh, Carolina. He wouldn't come out of the game. Blaine Gabbert was told to go in. He was ready to go in. Brady said, you're not coming in because he wanted to throw one more pass to Gronk because Gronk had a half a million dollars at, on the line. If he made 55 catches, he got a half a million dollar bonus. Uh, he was at 54. And Brady said, you wait there to Blaine Gabbert. And, and you know, overruled his coach and stayed in there and made oh. sure Gronk got the half a million. He did the same thing for Antonio Brown last year. Probably regrets that, but uh, an amazing season and a strong finish from Brady and uh, hell, I can't wait for the green Bay, Tampa Bay, NFC title game. It's in, it's 
in Green Bay, but uh, Brady's a pretty damn good uh, cold-weather player, so that will be fascinating to watch. The Patriots did not finish so strong, getting spanked in uh, in uh, Miami. They play Buffalo now. Again, I love that. I love watching Buffalo play. I love the, the atmosphere in Buffalo is great. That's Saturday night, so it'll be like zero degrees. Last time they played in Buffalo with really bad weather, they didn't throw the ball no, at all. They ran the ball, and they and they won. And uh, I assume uh, they'll, that will be the plan again if it's super windy and super cold. We'll not be – they'll be keeping it on the ground. But uh, that will be interesting to watch in uh, um, on That's Saturday right. night. Um, oh, man, we have so much. Alec Baldwin gave a really bizarre speech. Oh, yeah. Speech. I forgot all um, about that one because that, it happened – that happened Friday or something? And it was it the one in his car? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I, can you can you watch that for me again? We'll do it tomorrow. But I want you to explain why the Splenda packet. He, I, he whips I out a Splenda see, yeah, packet. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to try to zoom in and see it because I could. It's waving. Does it have something written on he, it? There is something written on it, but I couldn't discern it when I watched it the first time. I was just more in, the thing, like the thing just ends with him holding up a Splenda packet. I think he's maybe there's a flag going for on the it. I think there's a flag. Huh? I'll, I'll I'll watch it. There's a flag on it. There's something. Yeah. Oh, he's going for the insanity defense, from what I can tell, but. Uh, uh, do we have time? We got to get to the uh, this. Uh, unless there's a new uh, uh, NFL story breaking as we sit here. If you missed it, if you're not online, following me on Twitter, whatever. We were looking forward to Leah Thomas, the swimmer for University of Pennsylvania, biological man, played on the was on the men's swim team for three years. Decided to transition. She now wears a female's bathing suit. Grew her hair out. Still you know, swimming strong in the pool. She was an average men's swimmer. She's a outstanding woman swimmer, breaking records, winning tournaments, winning races. She won two races in this Ivy league match, meet, whatever they call it in, uh, on Saturday, won two, but didn't win the hundred meter, which I found interesting. The sprint lost. And the headline was uh, transgender swimmer from Penn loses to transgender swimmer from Yale. And I immediately think it's another, biological guy it's not <laughs> it is a uh woman henning henning is her last name isaac uh yeah isaac henning is a swimmer from yale isaac is a biological female who is transitioning as i said ivy league swimming is a very confusing sport to follow but isaac is becoming a man she used to be on the she still is on the woman's team but she held off testosterone treatments so she could continue to swim on the woman's team. Yeah. She literally is, is, is pausing her transition so she could swim against the girls. She's already had her breast removed. And you think this is bizarre now? How'd you like to have been there? After the race, she takes her bathing suit off and goes around bare chested. The winner of the women's. 100 meter race goes around topless with all the parents and all the fans and there's no breasts they've been surgically removed and uh, <laughs> on top of all that the parents daily mail has been covering this because they have some sources on the team parents of the biological girls who are getting their ass kicked by leah and they said they think leah has been tanking because the worst thing she did was win that race by 38 seconds. It didn't look good. It made her look like a bully, which she is. So they think she's been like easing up on the, on the throttle because she doesn't want to be too dominant, but she lost to a biological woman. And man, the, the people online talking, tweeting, writing about this, it was all over the map. I'm not sure anybody finds it. <laughs> who doesn't think it's a uh, a tangled web we weave this is she, so the woman so as soon as the season's over isaac is going to go on testosterone and become a man and yes. no longer be no longer be eligible to swim against women yes and i don't i wonder what the <laughs> rules are around that and how long yet because there are rules going the other way uh where leah thompson had to be on blockers for x amount of time before she could compete so i wonder what yes. the rules are the other way i don't know it's a very strange world we live in now. It feels like a very, like things that it I is. never thought I saw would, ha would happen, never would have even conceived would happen are happening. And I don't, I think it is, as I've said many times, it's the, the, 
the collective, the group is being forced to bend and and uh, to the whims of the of the individual, the the desires, the wants, the needs of one person, or in this case, two people, the transgender people, uh, is all that matters. That's all that matters, and to the mob. And if you dare disagree, if you step out of line, they will come crush you. We pointed out many times. You know, they'll take you down on social media. You, I mean, Matt Walsh, the guy I followed, who's great on Twitter, was suspended over the weekend for saying, I don't know what he said, men are men, women are women. I saw the tweet. It was nothing. He's just saying, you know, there are two genders. And he got suspended from Twitter. That's how it works. You're supposed to say what Isaac and Leah are doing is wonderful. It's beautiful. It's great. But and you're not supposed to give a damn about the girls who get their asses kicked by Leah or the girls in track in Connecticut or the girls in MMA who get beaten up by biological boys. You're not supposed to object. Not only do you have to accept this, you must celebrate it or they will destroy you. But this was a wild weekend. All right. I could see you looking at the clock. Yeah, man, we could have done, we could have done eight hours today, but you know, we'll get back at it tomorrow. Lots to follow here. We'll do the, we'll, we'll get back to Alec Baldwin. Cause this was nutty, nutty Baldwin. And I think, you know what? I think he belongs in prison. I really do. I think, He's a psychopath. He's a psychopath. But anyway, we shall leave with any big NFL news before we go here, Corona. Not that I've seen, but I'm not checking Twitter during the show like uh, Jerry Callahan is apparently doing. <laughs> I, I like to stay on top. I like to stay on top of the news. Brian Flores out in Miami. And I guarantee that, you, they're not way. just going to get some schleppy assistant coach. They're going for a big, big name. But it will be fascinating to watch. Uh, and maybe Flores, if he doesn't get a head coaching job, ends up back here in new england we shall see but we will leave it there for today thank you to everyone for watching for listening to commenting for commenting we appreciate it i'm jerry callahan this is the callahan show and we will do it again tomorrow